edition of the Immersive Irony Podcast with Alex. Our show. Yeah, basically. It's our it's our off-brand version of Parkscope, where we talk a lot less about Orlando and a lot more about everywhere else in the face of the Basically. Yeah, because parks do exist outside of Orlando. Yeah. Like, I had I had that discussion today where I was talking about how the Japanese parks are, are struggling. And we'll get into that really quickly in a moment. Um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, someone was like, well, how can this be if Disney and Universal are doing so well? And it's like, RCDB has 184 parks in Japan. Those are three of them. It's the 181 others plus Sanrio and Huitenba that are the, the questions. Uh, not that all 184 of those are still operating, which is kind of the problem, but, you know, that that we'll get into momentarily. Uh, and then we'll also be discussing a whole lot of trips, because we have so many to discuss. Like, a lot. A lot, lot. Um, let's go ahead and start with, you know, what announcements we've had since the last time we recorded. Well, um, I, I don't have to eat my hat. <laughs> about Holiday World? Yes. So. Do I? No, I, so, uh, you know, when that whole Intamin oh, Park thing came in yes, and their parks yes. came into Louisville and people were like, Holy World, Holy World, they're going to replace the old bride. They're going to come back and face. They're never going to ever again. They're never going to forget. Uh, and they haven't because they haven't. <laughs> it's, it's not an Intamin product. Even um, with some, like, leaked layouts or fake layouts or I don't know what the heck it was. I, they might have gone to Intamin and gave, asked for a bid because, you know, that's what you do. You, you know, ask everybody just in case. But uh, whatever that was, did you see that? It went through Reddit. Yes, at one point. Yeah. yes, it was on Reddit. Every once in a while you see something on Reddit and you're just like, oh, no, you really have to do that? You did that. It looked cool, but it, if it would have been intimate, it would have sucked because it would have never. So who cares? <laughs> I mean, look Instead, at look we at have Top Thrill Dragster, which still needs a sign yeah, up front it... of the park that says it's not. Yeah, it's never it's never really opened for uh, early entry, in spite of being there for so. I think they um, gave up with that a long time ago. They're like, yeah. This oh is yeah, they gave up. Yeah, they gave up with it. It's not, it's ago, not working, but... guys. <laughs> we can yeah, advertise it, but gonna... but you'll just be sad. <laughs> <laughs> so, I it's think Hagrid. I think Hagrid's doing a little bit better these days, though. I'm I'm not sure. It seems to be staying open later than uh, it was, but uh, I don't believe it's still opening yet with the park. I feel like we would have heard about that. Like, yeah, it's, I know it's it still out. got a has a super long line still. You know, eventually they'll hopefully if they don't, then they'll probably get rid of it because Universal can't really you know afford to have broken things forever. Uh, it's a little yeah. bit of a different... And they've, they've, they've seen this in the past, and they, they'll go after people. Uh, look at uh, what happened to, what was it, Ride? What was, whoever created Jaws originally. Yeah. So, which is funny, because Intamin came in and actually saved that ride. But yes. that's, that's another story. So, um, so Holiday World's going to be getting water slides. Yeah, yeah. Launch. yeah. Water launch, though, I believe, not Magnet. Yeah, you know what the thing is? Nobody... I haven't seen anybody say, you know, what is, what the manufacturer is. Um, okay, I, I, I hadn't either. I just I, I just figured ProSlide because everything at that park is ProSlide. I was thinking that, like, you know, somebody like Whitewater West or, or ProSlide, and it, yeah, it is a ProSlide park for sure, uh, would have... Screamsa you know, Screenscape I, does say ProSlide. Oh, it does say ProSlide? Yes, rocket blasts are called, apparently. So it's going to have a, a launch, then you're going to go up a hill, 
Uh, you're going to do a bunch of uh, turns, some, some saucer turns that we've been seeing, you know, more recently. That's like the new trend. And yep. then at one point, they're actually going to do So it's going to be a race. So it's going to be like lightning race through the water ride. Yeah, it looks good. I mean, I'm interested. I, it's it's interesting, too, that Holiday World is now... Sorry, drop my... Holiday World is now advertising themselves as the, like, the home of water coaster. Well, I think they deserve it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they have more than everybody else, so... Yeah, most parks are like, hey, we did one, we're good. I mean, I guess Slitterbond has a couple. But... Yeah, I mean, they kind of invented them, too, but <laughs> that yeah, is also another long... Yeah, no, it's um, it's good. Yeah, excited video, for it. the video is really cool too. How it had like mm. it had wildebeests running, and then the mammoth overtook the uh, the wildebeests, and then cheetahs just like raced by the the mammoth. That was pretty cool. I liked what. The... I mean, be honest too. Like you're gonna call this cheetah hunt? Screenscape and pop up ads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, this music started uh, like blasting in my. Sorry. What did you say? No, that's fine. Um, you're gonna call this cheetah hunt also. Because I know I will. No, I, I will always think of Bush Gardens because they had a ride called Cheetah. True. They renamed uh, Sand Serpent from Cheetah Built. But yes. uh, yeah, I was like, I've heard that name before. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess Bush <laughs> doesn't care anymore. So they've long uh, let that uh, trademark expire, probably. If they even ever actually really had one. Yeah, I mean, for Wild Mouth. It's like they were actively so marketing Cheetah Chase. So, like, come ride this, this used Mac Mouse. From a different amusement park that didn't work uh, in that amusement park because of rain yeah <laughs> <laughs> nothing like sending it to the tropics afterwards um anyways so going from a park that is known for its wood coasters to a park that is getting rid of this tobu zoo uh yeah. has announced that they're going to be getting rid of regina or regina or whatever the name is precisely uh of their japanese version anglicized dish name um I know from having talked with my buddy Sean and also from the videos that were online from the trip that Sean Flaherty, Coaster Studios, Ohio Valley Coasters, all those Japan last month, that that ride was not open for them because it was in rehab. And then apparently they did inspections of it post that one month rehab, whatever that was. It sounds to me like it was just closed, probably to save money. And it was announced that, uh, yeah, it's never going to reopen. It's basically been condemned and it's done. So it's done on Friday, apparently. I, I yeah. don't get it, but whatever. I, I don't get it either. I um, yeah. Uh, I I uh, it'd be nice if they RMC'd it, right? We'll see. It's not. It's not going to happen. You don't think um, so? No. This with the uh the what the the shape of that park is in basically. Yeah. So that that park, um, you know, Sean had mentioned this because he was there in 2005, and obviously in 05 there was nobody there. He had, they had a really tough time getting on all the rides. It took him a couple trips at. It's owned by the Tobu Railroad Railway Company, which is actually ah. quite interesting because if you if you look at the other a lot of the other parks in Japan, they're actually owned by some of the private rail operators too. So it's kind of like in the 1970s and 1980s. That's when the parks in Japan decided to build trolley parks. Yeah, yeah. instead of the well, 1880s in the United States. Well, they but, were a little know, behind on worked. amusement parks, so. Yeah, the problem was, you know, for those people that don't know much about the history of Japan at all, uh, Japan basically fell into a recession around 1991 and has never gotten up. Uh, their economy has been completely stagnant for close to 30 years. So in that time frame, you know, since that happened, a lot of these parks opened up in the 70s, mostly in the 1980s. 
um, what is the the one anime film that takes place in Abandoned Christ? How can I not remember? Um, not a huge anime fan. Surprise. Um, Should I be surprised? No, probably okay. not. I mean, I've watched it too. Um, I'm just joking with you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and you're right though. Like, because as Sean, he got like what 14 credits, and he hadn't been there in like 10 years, 10 more than 10 14 years. 14, 14 years, years. yeah. 14 credits for 14 years. That tells you how much, and I think a lot more stuff has been closed in 14. It has, I mean, much look, we more. Had Space World last or a year or two ago, and uh, just a steady, uh, you know, they, they tried the wooden coaster thing, and um, I think the problem with the wooden coasters there is they had to be built so, they had to be built so heavily, so dense that, uh, there's not a lot of give in them, so they're they're instantly rough really quickly without a lot of make. So that's probably there's, what hurts them a little bit. Look at there's Ghost a lot of de- there's also a lot of demands to have like a lot of restraints on them. They had modern trains. I think that thing had Intamin trains. There were it Morgans. Did. There were coffin cars. There were all sorts of weird things put on the CCs. Um, so everything. Yeah, they threw everything at these rides, and and yeah, they did have a lot of structure. They were overbuilt for the earthquakes, but. A lot of times they get put in a park and then you have to maintain the, and the maintenance is, is a lot for parks that are, you know, struggling to bring in more than a couple hundred people a day to begin. Sure. So if you sit down and you look at the number of parks in Japan that have gone bust, you know, since Sean went there the first time, for example, oh my God. It's, a, it's a pretty long list. I mean, I, you know, I've been I, watching his, if, if anybody like, yeah, totally go check out Sean Flaherty's channel. It's, it's. It's a pretty awesome channel, and he's be adding uh, as we speak his video, his his part two video is going online tonight. Um, and, I actually already uh, watched it. Oh, okay. I was watching uh, as I told you, I was watching uh, fights at amusement parks because I started yes. with uh, something that happened at Sesame Place, and it went to <laughs> it went to uh, Disneyland. It, it went it went bad from there. Let's just not talk about that again. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it, it, I watched his original series, and then I started, like, these parks that were, like, really rare and, like, had some weird – like, that one coaster that had, like – it decided to debank from its, like, diving curve, like, well after hitting the, the valley. It was so weird. And I'm like, oh, that looks awesome. Oh, closed, gone. Then, like, oh, that park looks – I'll go closed. Yeah, and every yeah, time you a... see videos or pictures, people go there, they're dead. Like, it's not busy at all. And the so, thing is, Alex, like, you and I have been watching, you know, videos like this, seeing pictures from Japan, since Lisa Shinen was, like, the first person to go over there and do substantive, like, coaster trips in the, in the 90s. This is the way they've always looked. Like, I've never seen footage or video or pictures of Yomiuri Land filled with... Never. And I've looked many times. Never yeah, seen it. I, I agree with you. Some of the same parks you never... But, you know, just looking back here... You know, we mentioned Space World's Clothes, Sendai Highland, Expo Land, Gotemba Family Land, Yokohama Dreamland, Festival Gate, uh, both of the Poropia Lands, Nara Dreamland. And that's just the parks that are completely defunct. If you look at the parks that are operating still, a lot of those have ditched their coasters or gotten rid of a lot of coasters. Um, like technically Festival Gate still exists, but it doesn't have any roller coasters. It doesn't have anything there. Um, try to think of some, some other examples of like existing amuse, amusement parks that are there. Um, you know, obviously Tobu Zoo with the wood coaster closing, that means they're down to 
like two actual roller coasters because three other coasters have been closed and replaced with nothing. Um, let me see here. Uh, Hegemi Central Park actually is is in decent shape. Uh, we've seen a bunch of stuff closed and get relocated out of Suzuku or Suzuka's Park. Uh, Yomiuri Land used to have a wood coaster, now it doesn't. Um, Tokyo Summerland had a really big suspended coaster. It closed back in 2005, never reopened, never had a replacement built. Uh, just a lot of parks that built stuff and never built replacements or added on to the parks or anything. And that's that's just not the sign of a healthy like theme park industry. Uh, Ikomo Skylines, another park that I had been looking at earlier, where, again, you know, it used to have five roller coasters. Now it has one. Um, you know, that's that's a pretty big drop. Uh, and they're not, you know, replacing these rides with anything. So the Misho shuttle loops are pretty much all gone in Japan. I mean, just just a lot of stuff like that, you know, that, that made Japan really interesting when I started has closed. In a lot of ways, it's made it easier for me as a tourist to go there because... Now I don't have to go to as many parks. I hate to say that, but it, it kind of, it's a, like an elimination thing. Like, I don't really feel like I have to go out of my way to go ride an Intamin Hyper Light or Mega Light now. Like, I can skip it and move on with my life. Whereas if all the rides were there in 2005 that are, if they had been moved into the now, then I'd probably be more inclined to go there. Um, anything else that you want to quickly add to that, Alex? Well, I lost you for like three minutes, but uh, I... Uh... <laughs> I, I agree with what you said at the end, that there's less stuff to do now. When you think about all the parks that you want to hit, um, at least the first time, then the second time maybe you can get into the really obscure stuff to decide to go back a second time. But like, That's assuming I don't know. any of that stuff's open, too. Japan's, like, like no way lower on my list, though, definitely, uh, than it was, like, 15 years ago. Like, 15 years ago, everyone was like, you got to go to Japan. And now Europe has been built up so much to the point... Where it's uh, the quality of coasters in Europe is much higher now, um, and all those jet coasters—they're, I mean, from all practical purposes, most of them are very boring. Um, yeah, they, they, look, they do nothing. It's like a joke. They look cool, but like that's about it. Like that dinosaur one looks really cool, but like it doesn't do anything. So, no. um, but you know, Disney and Universal will continue to flourish, and uh, even like. Nagashima Spa Land doesn't even look to always ever be that busy either. Um, no, but, I, but at it, least they've actually built the, rides there. And they've also diversified themselves by having additional things in just the amusement park, you know, the water park and then the shopping center that they have there. And, um, yeah, there's other attractions to do there. And then, obviously, uh, Fujiku is known as, like, you know, the extreme park for Tokyo, so, like, it's always going to do great, but then you got those other ones, like, I don't know, the Brazilian park, like, the Spanish park in Japan, like, what? So, and then, like, Central Park, where they have a B&M that looks like it's in a, you know, apocalyptic shape, basically. Um, <laughs> you know, I definitely would hit the ones with, like, the B&Ms and the Intamins that uh, look like they're in um, dire straits, but, yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, is there really any other news, really? Um, no, basically the only thing I wanted to mention is, actually just while we were talking, went through an RCDB with the existing parks, 32 of the 126 that used to have a coaster no longer. And okay. the ones that still do, a bunch of those may be SBNO anyway. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty much, 
don't want to say it's desperate there, but so much stuff has been ripped out that you know if you don't if you didn't know about it existing before, if all your awareness was was of of theme parks there was like Disneyland and Universal, you think like oh man everything's been great. It's not like it's or you know another great example is actually um, Tokyo Dome City. Like so much of that stuff has been ripped and barely replaced over the. Wasn't that from like like issues they had though like like accidents i don't think it was all stuff that was all accidents i think that that was probably like i don't recall ever hearing about an accident with like the ultra twister there or i think they just wanted to well it went from a a shuttle loop to uh it went from an arrow shuttle loop to an ultra twister to a uh, to leonard gale i think they always were trying to upgrade and create something new but i don't know it, it's hard to say when you've never been there. I mean, I'm surprised that park even exists, considering it's in the middle of Tokyo. It, it's part of that whole complex. Yeah. I'm excited to go there, you know, for the record. It would be interesting for sure, but... Sean was like, you have to go ride Panic Coaster Bakdan. That looks freaking awesome. I have not seen anything of it. I know nothing about it, and I want to know it. Okay, I was about to tell you, so I'm going to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, other news and notes, Steel Curtain has been down pretty much ever since, seems like. Uh, uh, not that long, but at least a week. Long, at least uh, a week. And uh, they said initially it was going to be down for the, but I, re- I, uh, I predicted the future, and this past weekend I told you it was screwed for a long time, even though they just said the weekend, because I, I knew it wasn't just the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a new ride. It has it. It just has a prize at the park. It Halloween Horror Nights Haunted House, which will be We can talk about Orlando stuff here. Look at us. Very briefly. We'll, we'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can when, do when it. When pushed. When pushed. Um, you know, I, I did not see that movie either, but I heard very good things about it. So I'm going to trust that this is going to be an interesting looking house. And, uh, you know, again, you can be upset that's an IP house. Last I checked, it was Universal, the movie park. So. Seems to be like they're doing kind of what people expect them to do. Um, Alex... Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna check that out before uh, I leave on Sunday. We're gonna watch that one us, and then I'm gonna have Ariel watch Ghostbusters. That's an essential film. Oh, I That's think we wanted to movie. watch we wanted to watch Killer Clowns last year, and we never did it. So I think we might do that too, right, Ariel? Speechless. Um... <laughs> Other quick news and notes that we'll just briefly run through: El Loco at Circus Circus reopened. It was um, oh yeah, I injected that late. Forgot as it that. turns as it turns out, uh, when you have an operating procedure guide, the state of Nevada, it gets approved by the state and certified and loaded online, so you can actually look at uh, the manual on how to run, uh, basically run El Loco, and it had in red what was changed versus the old operating. Basically, it says if you have any kind of uh, amputation, you can't go on. That's End of pretty story. standard across the board these days. And if you have amputations on your feet, you're required to wire a harness. You know, you, if it, it it's a ride is set up for it. Yeah, so. uh, it, it used to be like a three point standard where if you had three points, you were allowed on. Right, but then things happened, and it's just better to be safe than sorry. Uh, most people, um, you know, you know, it's a shame that people, some people have that issue. You know, things happen, or you're born with it, or whatever, or. But uh, most of them understand it, but some people have a buzz about it, ultimately for their safety. So because there have been issues uh, twice on Superman at Darien Lake with that uh, issue. So I think it was just once. No, it was twice. I thought the first guy was just fat. 
No. Oh, yeah, you're right. Maybe. Mm. There was a restraint. <laughs> I think there was a restraint. I don't know. That ride has been plagued for issues. They added at... they added seatbelts after the first guy bounced. Oh, it didn't have seatbelts at first? Okay. Yeah. I forgot about that. It was a yeah. long time ago. Yeah, that was like that was opening year. That was like first month it was open. Way, yeah, I was like almost right away. It's like, oh look, Intamin's doing. Who's this Intamin? They're building these hyper coasters. Cool. Someone fell out. Not so cool. <laughs> they did. Oh, they did hit the water though. Yeah, but it was very shallow. So it did help that. Didn't much. he either die or he was he died later? He lived. He's probably yeah. crippled, but he probably. lived. Um, I'm looking at this movie park Germany ride. I had no idea this was opening. I'm very the Area I'm, 51 I'm, log flu thing. I'm slightly more interested in movie park germany like so legend from movie park germany's about the water rides so yeah okay so legend from uh you know in the loop is also going to europe about the same time i'm going slightly longer but not much longer he's doing a lot less parks he's doing actually because uh he's sane i guess or uh insane from the coaster enthusiast perspective right <laughs> how, how dare you do culture stuff but uh, he had it really high on his list, and I was like, why? Because, like, that park is, like, I've scheduled it for a Saturday because I'm, like, I don't really care about that park so much, so I might as well do it on a Saturday. Oh, well, whatever. So I'm more excited for the tiny little park next to it. Yeah, the tiny little park next to it's fun. But yeah. you'll also have done a bunch of stuff as well before then. But it's right so... before Fantasia Land, so at least I'm not doing it right after Fant- Fantasia Land, that would be bad. <laughs> true, true. As we yeah, no, it's a park too. So, but no, the... Star Trek looks awesome though. I cannot wait for that. I love Star Trek, so that ride is. And I doubt the Woody is going to be as bad as a. No, it's it's as bad. We'll see. You know, I like bad stuff, so I probably won't like it, but I probably won't hate it. I think if if you get a middle seat. Oh yeah, it's the Sunny Beast trains. I know, I know how to do those. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you'll. Oh. Will you hate it? I mean, probably not. No, but I, I probably will but ride won't... it once or tw- I'll probably ride it twice at most. Yeah, I mean, basically, it's about it. Um, Anyways, that, that was so cool that they rethemed their ride with Muta Triangle Ride, which was probably pretty generic, right? Have you been no. to that park? Yeah, been to that park. Okay, so it was generic or no? No. Oh, it was cool the way it was. Yeah, it was before. crazy. It was totally, it was totally bizarre. Okay, I know nothing about this, so. Yeah, the um. The thing about that park is it's all about it's all 100% about the water ride. Like their water rides are so so weird, like deeply deep. Yeah. And they're they're really they're really over the top as well. Like the raft ride is also um oh they were they, they, they were by far a, they installed a Paw Patrol area this year. I'm now I'm really excited. I mean there were like there was there were huge theming things. I mean since yeah. since it's a ride that's it's been replaced, go look up the POV of Bermuda Triangle Alien and just look at that and be like like this park that park did not deserve that ride like no that's it just it. had like a it has had a it's had a hit uh, the coaster selection is definitely not, we both no, can it's, agree it's horrible that. yeah 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 it's okay. horrible aside from like um Star Trek like it's all like what there's SLC a bad woody a spended a wild yeah. mouse I mean it's it's not good at all you know um yeah anyways <laughs> It's it is what it is. Uh, last quick note here: uh, Screamscape is suggesting that Legoland California will also be getting its own Lego Movie World, uh, which interestingly, according to the uh, last sort of earnings assessment that came out from is it yeah it's Merlin. Uh, Merlin basically said that the movie Lego Movie World uh, kind of flopped. So what? 
Really? Yes. Huh. Yeah. They said it, it seemed it, really well done, but it, people just it, didn't it respond under, to it. It underproduced compared to what the expert, but the movie also did like half the money of the. Yeah, I think that, was a... that move that I think that land was about two years too late, three years too late. So, and it wasn't most of the theme focused on the second movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which was cool that they like, like kind of like you know introduced it with the movie at the same time, but at the same time, unfortunately. Um, that's why Disney doesn't typically do that, because they want to see how things work out before they decide to spend a lot of money on something that might be a flop, and they decide to, you know, pretend it didn't happen. So it was, it was not the best choice, is is what I would, um, which you know, a little bit too bad, but um, they should have built it earlier. Clearly, that's basically that's basically the story there. Hmm. Um, trying to think uh, of what else to bring up. That's pretty much all the news, really. Uh, uh, no news, so Merlin was bought by Lego. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we mentioned that at some point. But yeah, they got bought by Lego. Lego is, Crazy. is going Alton to Alton Towers is now owned parts. by Lego. By Lego. Yeah. Yeah. As is like every Madame Tussauds wax the planet. and Which now are going to be half Lego figures, Madame Tussauds. <laughs> <laughs> so we even have, um, we even end up with uh, Lego owning the world of Peppa Pig. At my local mall, or not my not my really local mall, but a nearby mall. That's Who big. owns Peppa Pig? Is that that's the BBC, right? I, I have I've never I watched like Peppa Pig. Well, it's a British cartoon, so I imagine it might be the BBC, uh, or I, I don't know. I'm not up uh, on my uh, British cartoon uh, ownership. Sorry. The by the way, the, the internet the, says the, Channel Five owns it, so there you go. Or at least it's okay. in association with Entertainment One, Nick Jr. So a lot of people is the answer. Well, I, I think Nick Jr. is the one who brings it over here, probably. It, it could be one of those situations like Rome for HBO, where uh, whoever was televising it. Huh. So, this uh, Bermuda Triangle ride is ridiculous. You're yeah. right. Yeah. So, I guess it's... they probably, like, updated it, basically, and renamed yeah. it. That's, that's cool. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, what you and, should do to your and, dark ride. Yeah, instead of just tearing it out. Yeah. And turning uh, it into, like, darkness. conference space. Yeah. wasn't going to name I, um, I can do it. All right, so 4th of reports. July. Let, let, yeah, let's go back to the 4th of July, shall we? Where were you? Because I don't even remember. I will I will scarcely forget uh, my ill-advised trip to Canada. Um, oh, right. So so I had been trying to figure out what to do with that weekend because I didn't kind of here and doing stuff with my brother-in-law uh, who was in town. So we sat down, and by we, I mean I at my desk. And kept trying to think of ideas. And then one one day, I just realized, like, hey, how far away is King's Dominion? And it was about nine hours and a little over nine hours away from the office. And I thought, you know, nine hours is not that bad. That's It's actually closer than La Ronde. And I went to La Ronde last year. Yeah, that and makes Nova Scotia here, feel, I had, like a, feel like nothing. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? For a weekend trip, especially knowing that that Friday I was going to get out at 12 noon, I could make, like, serious headways. So, got in the car, drove out to uh, Butler, Pennsylvania first, after, and went to the Big Butler Fair, where I encountered no coasters. Uh, second time seeing uh, Powers Great American Midways for the year. I'd seen them earlier in Danbury, Connecticut. They had no coasters there either. I thought, well, you know, it's a weird space that they got for the Midway. They had booked in the Big Bamboo Funhouse, which... I want to say is owned by like SJ Entertainment or something like that. Like it's not, it's not something that you would anticipate appearing um, at at an event like this. And yet there it was. 
And yeah, um, it was there, but there weren't any coasters. So that was a real letdown. I didn't do Big Bamboo because I've done it before and skipped it and moved on with my life over to get back in the car and drive another like five hours. And I ended up cutting through Maryland, uh, northern part of Virginia, and then eventually made my way to my final stop for that day, that Friday, which was Funland of Fredericks and road spinning. Um, you've been to Funland, I'm assuming, at some point. Prob- probably busier than when I was there, I'm going to guess. Pretty packed. Yeah, they, they've been improving. And it got nominated for uh, the Golden Tickets this year. So that, that's nice for them. <sighs> I'm not going to say anything about that. Um, <laughs> but I said that's nice for them. That's uh, nice for them. Uh, the McDonough's are who own Big Bamboo Fun Health. Um, and they uh, they used to have McDonough shows. They gave up on eventually. And now they have a couple of a Zyklon that gets booked into stuff like the Minnesota State Fair. Anyways, clap my hands. So I, I rode the spinning coaster. It was like 1030 at night. Uh, went over to my hotel, checked it, went to bed because I'd been on the road forever and worked half a day. And that was a pretty successful day. Um, that Saturday, I made my way over to King's Dominion. I have not been to King's Dominion since 2004. So this was my first stop there in 50. Lot change. Um, first thing that was very clear, I had no idea what the layout of the park was. I went in going, okay, it's going to be King's Island, but weird. And it's kind of like King's Island, but then, like, the back of the park has a slant, and it's not King's Island. Like, it's just, it's just not. Like, the racer runs the wrong way, and um, they put wood coasters in kind of like the area that, that Mystic Timbers is in is where they, they kind of have Grizzly now, but Grizzly still has a gift shop. Um, Hurler is in the back over in that same area as well. And that was where I went to first. That was the RMC that opened last. You know, we've talked about quite a bit on other podcasts on this this wonderful website. Um, I was the very first person in line. Very first person in line. Very first person in the front seat on the first ride for the day. Uh, got three rides on it in the first, like, 15 minutes or so that the ride was... I think it was early entry or something that day. Like, they, they run everything for 30 minutes before pass holders get in. Um, or when pass holders get in, and I have a platinum pass. Uh, and then they open up the gates, you know, after that. So I got, like, three rides on it, and then I, I made my way to go elsewhere. Um, I think the layout's kind of linear. The hills are kind of just kind of straight. It just kind of... It does it does the RMC stuff, like, you know, inversions and, and really highly banked turns. Not a bad ride, um, but it's definitely kind of a mid-pack ride for me as far as the RMCs go. Still puts it you know, probably in the top 25 overall steel coasters in the world. Um, it's a really good ride, but, you know, in terms of everything else that exists from that same company, it, it's tough to to put it at the top level. And I, I found it really wild that there were people that argued that it was as good or better a ride than Steel Vengeance, because it, I'm sure it's better at night, but there's just no way that it's it's in the same league. It's no offense to me. on this website? So- no. Okay, good. I didn't no, think other, so. other websites, forums, etc., even people that I respect had that clearly wrong, incorrect bad opinion. And uh, I'm not going to call them up by name. Not going to do it. Um, as much as I want to, I'm just not. Uh, but it, it's a good ride. It's it's a fine ride. I, I think I kind of like the more freeform nature of Storm Chaser a little bit more. But this also has kind of bigger hills to it, which I appreciate. Like, Storm Chaser basically just has, like, one big airtime hill, and this has at least a couple of them. Um, 
rather than a lot of like shorter small hills. Oh, it's good. It's a good ride. Um, went from that to Intimidator 305. Uh, I skipped over going on Stunt Coaster, not because I didn't want to ride it, but because it never opened when I was there, and they ended up sending the crew home that ran it, which was a pretty good sign it wasn't going to be opening any. Uh, Intimidator 305 has been open for, what, 10 years? Mm-hmm. So I'm a little behind riding it, given that's a Giga Coaster in America. That's not even that far away or in that remote of a location. But, you know, we, we all make our choices, and that was one I did for a while. Um... You and I talked about it. We called, I don't know if you called me or if I called you when I was on my way back home. And we talked a little bit about that. Um, there is a, a definite love-hate this ride on the internet. Yeah, There are some totally. people that, that love this ride. I think there's some also hate because uh, how dare a ride be better than Cedar Point. Because <laughs> you're, you're saying it's better than Millennium. Yeah, and some people, uh, no, they just don't give it a fair shot because they can't let go of Millennium I'm thinking about that one. Uh, you know what? I don't like it as much as I like Millennium Force. I'll tell you that. That's nothing to do with being a Cedar Point fanboy. I just don't... There's a few things that I don't like about it compared to Cedar, to, compared to Millennium Force. Like, the number one thing is it definitely has a greater sense of... Sp oh, definitely. Which, you know, obviously Millennium Force is primarily a speed ride. And everybody, you know, that's always been the excuse for why it's not an airtime machine. Um, but it's primarily a speed ride. And... Millennium or uh, top, top field. Intimidator 305 is is also a speed ride. Speed is is much more sustained, much higher, much closer to the ground, much sharper and more aggressive transit. The difference for me to ride with Millennium Force because it's not as aggressive. It is a more fun ride. It's more definitely more rewritable. They both have like a gray out element to that first turn that each one of them does, but the one on on I-305 is is also a much more aggressive gray out than what happens on the overbank turn on it starts the ride off. And then after that, you know, Millennium Force has these floater hills and the one good pop of airtime at the end and then that, that cool overbank turn cutback, you know, almost inversion to bring you into this. Um, Intimidator 305 has a bad ending, for being honest. Not a good ending. It has one big airtime hill, which is the one following the first turn. Which is a good airtime hill, but is hampered by the fact that unlike Millennium Force, you have over-the-shoulder restraints on and this big honking lap bar thing, whereas you just have the T-bar on Millennium Force. It, which it could is be also... worse. It could be worse. It could be Superman ride, a, ride uh, Superman the Ride. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. Like, yeah, it could be worse. But I, I Honestly, I would take those overhead restraints on Superman the Ride any day. No, I would too. It would be much more comfortable. Yeah. Um, but you know what? That doesn't fundamentally... Just because it could be worse doesn't mean you rate it against it, right? Sure. Like, it could be a lot worse if they brought back the, the hard restraints, because right now it has the soft Oh, God, no. I never rode those, and I don't want to ride those things. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Yeah, no. I, the people that would tell me, and again, I'm not going to name names, but there were people that would say, oh, yeah, you know, if, if you can't ride Intimidator 305 with the hard restraints that it's got, you know, you're just, you're just being weak and, and being a wuss. No, it would suck. Like, no, it would it be would a miserable suck. experience. Um, like, I know what it would feel like because it was like the storm owner had one bad turn. I, you know, you kind of learned, I kind of learned how to ride it, but like, I don't know how you were with the route, which is the greatest thing about that ride. That's what I love about yeah. those rides. I love those quick transitions. And I, uh, if you sit in the rights, it all, the, the transition is so quick from, you know, like a 90 degree bank to another 90 degree bank in the opposite direction. It almost gives you airtime, which I absolutely love. That's why I like that ride. 
And I mean, no, I, I guess I, I, guess I like I, it too. I like the ride. Like I like it a lot more. Like say Joe. Joe. Oh yeah, he's just that, okay. Whatever. But I mean, everyone the has their turn, opinion. The first turn is what what really kills people because it's too much for some. It's a lot. It's a lot of yeah. it's a lot of positive. I how how much sort of how much it imparts on people. My um, and my friend Jeff, who you met, um, he always go every time we go to Kingston. He's like, it's not the same. It was so much better the first turn. I'm like, dude, I never experienced that first turn, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with it. Um, but I wrote it three times. I didn't really I've have to wait very long. I've had some times where I've been so dehydrated uh, that I, 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 my vision doesn't come back until that little, that team little bump after the second hill. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's that's enough. I, my vision's not coming back for like five seconds after that turnaround. Like that's a little too much. Like. Yeah, sports course knew how to do it. Like they like you, you kind of got that gray out in the top of the in the in the loop. But as soon as you exited the loop, it was done. You were you were back to to earth. But like that thing is just. But I like it. I don't know. It's it's uh, I, the way you talk about it. And I I feel like I know how I like something more than you because you, whenever you say Millennium Force is better, I'm like no. But when I when I have to think about it for my own self of like which one do I like more. It's someone else's opinion that make I feel like it makes me uh, realize my own because uh, I don't know. That's fine. Like I, I respect it. Like the thing for me is like the last time I wrote it out of the three rides, I didn't try to like do the whole the whole sort of like fighter jet grunt thing to keep blood in your brain. <laughs> I was like, let me just go with this, and I was just like, I couldn't see anything for like half the ride. I just remember being like, on one hand. It's aggressive and it's really incredible in in what it does. On the other hand, like, did you front and back? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it, I, don't get I agree wrong. with I, you though. Uh, Millennium Force is more fun. It's a more fun ride. It definitely is. There's no way about it. And and it also has the build up is so great. Um, it's a longer ride too. Yeah, so it no, gives there's you no more doubt stuff. about that. It's it's uh, track wise, it's like over a thousand feet longer, I believe. Yeah, um, it's a, it's a it's a combination of things like. Another thing I don't like about I-305 is you get to these two airtime hills and you hit a trim break on yeah, the way up. Yeah, those are kind of sucky. They still get airtime. It's just not as good it's, as it could be. It's not. It's not any better than what's on those the 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 hills going in and leaving the island. And it should be. It should be full on ejector. I guess and it's not. It just doesn't you know? bother me because I don't. I don't. When I think of I-305, you there? It 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 is like. Uh, like set out on the like craziest car race car ride ever basically you blinked out it, for a second i don't know could you hear me either i wasn't sure if i blanked out but no they, they they're set up to do two different things like uh, millennium force is set up to be a roller coaster and uh, intimidator truly is set up to be like the craziest race car experience ever yeah no it's it, i agree with that i just think that i three or five would be a better ride and possibly a better ride than Millennium Force, if it had the airtime to kind of give it more variation in terms of, sure. I mean, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, you know, make this into roller coasters or like a combination of forces. Here's the formula to create a great ride, but I just think it would be better if I had something like that to kind of offset all the, the aggressive speed and change the direction. Particularly since they're so aggressive, it's like, well, shouldn't the airtime be aggressive too? So that that I kind of find weird, but in any case, mm. I like I actually like the ride. Um, I you know, luckily I don't rank things anymore because I don't know how I would place it. But can you place it against the three gigas you've done? Have I done three gigas? Mm-hmm. Which ones? Oh, I did Leviathan. Um, hmm. I'll start. I kind I, I kind of feel 
Fury, Fury, Intimidator, Millennium, and then Leviathan. But they're all good. None of them are objectively bad in any way. I think for me, I would probably end up writing Leviathan before Intimidator at like the two and three slots solely because while Leviathan certainly is nowhere near 305, it does have a lot of good airtime. They're both short rides. They're both, I think, fairly similar lengthwise. Um, but there's a comfort level with that ride that exists airtime that, that I would kind of trade for what I get at I-305. Um, but that doesn't mean I-305 is a bad ride. It's it's still a good ride. It's a different, different thing. That's all. Um, let's, not talk quickly... about, let's not talk about Grizzly. I, can't, I, I don't have the energy to go through that fight. <laughs> I want to love Grizzly. I am not... <laughs> I'm not incapable of writing. I feel like you got it on a really bad day. Like, cause we wrote it like, we wrote it for you and it was good. I, I wrote it in the back to start with, beat the hell out of me. And I was like, all right, I have to ride this again for Alex. Let me go up front. I remember it being better up front on Wild Beast anyway. So the profile, the drops, probably going to be better going, you know, fast over the top of them rather than getting pulled, pulled down. And didn't beat the hell out of me quite as bad, but it could attract a lot better racer. You know, as I said to you when uh chat about this, Racer 75, of course, is now what Rebel Yell is called. It's um, Rebel Yell. It's okay. It's Rebel Yell. Um, on the turnaround, coming up, up the crest of it, it feels like the track comes off of the supports. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good in the front seat. That ride's still I, fun, and what they've done to it this year is fen- phenomenal with the racing. Yeah, so. it was racing, so that was a huge plus. Well, it's now programmed by... Uh... By uh, uh, Andre Audrey Engineering, so they yes, program to Andre. race every single yeah yeah. Uh, yeah not... They pr- program to race every time. It's awesome. Um, yeah, was great. Grizzly running well though? Was it r- running like well, other than like the roughness? I mean, it was running fast. Yeah, it's also um, a night ride. Let's be honest. I barely yeah, ever ride. Yeah, no, it is. I barely like, ever ride during the day. You know, I have recollections of riding it in my first trip there and having a blast, and uh, just it did have those vibes this time there, which is which is too bad. Um, I, you know, I want to like it. There's some stuff that at the park that I didn't get to because I was there for like two and a half hours. And I, I had like six Gatorades in two and a half hours. Um, I did skip Dominator because it actually had a line. Um, and I've been on it before when it was in Ohio, and it's not nearly as grass as it is water. No, 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 it isn't. It's still a good floorless. I always like the layout for it, but it was just not on this day. Um, yeah, I kind of miss that doesn't have a. I've always kind of uh, notched it down a bit because I I kind of hate that it doesn't have a. Zero to roll, but oh well. I did do uh, Boo Blasters, which the queue line and building for that ride is shockingly Yeah, I was going to say, I was wondering if you're about to complain about it. I'm like, I feel like they keep it in pretty good shape, and it seems no, to they, work the, they, the best of the ones I've uh, ridden recently, because Carowinds was terrible, uh, Kings Island's doesn't work, and then uh, I've heard that Canada's is terrible too, so like they keep it together somehow. Yeah, no, they did a really good job. I was impressed. Um... I, I really like the overall look and appearance of it. I think it's got probably the best combination of like queue line, building, entrance, all the rest of it of any of those rides. Yeah, the swampy I think area. I, it's cool. I think I've been on all of them actually. Now that I think about it, I don't think there's a single. Did, didn't I just list all the one they have? There's four, like right? Ghost Hunters rides. Yeah, there's four of them, right? Um, kind of. It okay. depends on in, in the in the former Paramount chain. In the former Paramount chain, yeah, I've been on all of those. Okay, yeah. Um, I think at Great America. But, but like, you know, it's basically the same dark ride as what Lake Compounds has and Mall of America and what's in Clifton Hill, at least one of the things. In, um, My opinion, it's practically the same thing as Holiday World with different 
cutouts. Yeah, it's, so. it's very similar to, to Holiday World. They don't um, really impress me, though. You know, a lot of the a lot of the stage seems the same. I'm sure. Actually, you know what? I have not been on the one at uh, Castle. That's the one I'm missing, and I think Owa's going. But but pretty much, I've been on like ten variations of the same exact ride, and um, it's fine. I mean, but this one was was specifically like, um, and and of the ones I've been to, and I have a hard time picturing Castle as being the one that's going to beat King's Dominion in this. You know, having you know kind of the the, the superior queue line and building experience. So. Um, aside from that, just, oh, I did write Avalanche also, because of course I'm going to write Avalanche. Um, super fun, weird to write it and look over and see a big empty hole where Volcano used to Yeah, I haven't had the chance and, to have the displeasure yet. And there's like a, a concrete tunnel that's still there from when Volcano was standing, when you exit, still just a tunnel. Um, yeah, I hope they get rid of that during the off season. I feel like that's something they, they couldn't do. Um... The little mound over by Intim or over by Anaconda Intimidator that was kind of separate from the rest of the mountain, so it's kind of cool they kept that because it has the waterfall over it. So that's yeah. cool, and that no, that's kind of a good like, hey, that remember what was here? Remember? It's gone now. We're all sad. I will say one thing in in defense of King's Dominion, uh, with getting rid of volcano and getting rid of the mountain was there's a lot of like shops and restaurants there that are actually really cool from back when. A mm-hmm. lot of like old theming pieces that have been kept up um, in a way that I can't really say about Kings Island. I thought that was, but you know, overall, um, it's a prettier park than Kings Island. But Kings Island, it is a the prettier park, park overall. Island. Yeah, um, I, I wish the Kings Dominion still had stuff like it used to have. Uh, used to have a Von Roll, I think. Yeah, yeah, it ran Island right down Canyon Apple Grove. Yeah, uh, we, uh, I wish. Uh, come on, like haven't was, you was... watched Roller Coaster? Jeez, <laughs> like uh, it just like I wish it had those things point. still. But yeah. it is what it is. Um, well, I mean, Paramount came in and got rid of some stuff they probably should. Well, some stuff they got rid of they, that probably was overdue. And But uh, I'm happy with Cedar Fair. It's funny that Cedar Fair's reign over it is, uh, I think, is pretty much at this point um, longer than Paramount, which is crazy yeah, to think, isn't right. it? Isn't that crazy right. to think, though? It is. It is. Yeah. Um, I think they've done a lot better than what uh, Paramount did. Um, no, I agree. 100%. If nothing else between that and Kings Island, the kind of capacity rides that have been Paramount just tried past. to come in and do this budget ass uh, Disneyland job to all the all those regional parks, and it just wasn't good enough, and people saw that. Or they tried and then didn't commit, like Tomb Raider. Right. No, I think or they good. just made decision the wrong decisions on the ride system. That's probably the real issue of Tomb Raider, right? So. Um, probably. I mean, there's a lot of different things. I mean, look, Kings Island should not have an inverter. That's a stupid ride for them, but they bought one. Yeah. Um, you know, things like that where they would they would build rides that had poor capacity, didn't fit the parks. I feel compelled to ride that boomerang now since it's the last one in the United States. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. I like it. It's it's good. No, it's in, not bad. It's good. In, if you sit what would be normally the uh, backseat of uh, a boomerang, it's perfectly smooth. If you sit in the front, it is, it's like a earthquake to your head. But um, pro tip, pro tip. So just, waited... just, to quick, just to quickly wind it up here. Um, so after that, I, I started driving towards home. Um, on my way home, I stopped at a record store in Charleston, bought a, bought a record. Uh, I drove up into Ohio and got caught in flash flooding. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. You almost yeah. died. Yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, it's probably it's probably over the top to say that I almost died, but I did drive you know, through I'm two flooded roads. Dramatic, but yeah. Yeah, like I, you know, 
I don't want to put myself on, like, the I definitely almost died list. But, like, I guess, yeah, that could have happened. Like, I probably shouldn't have done either of those two drives through those roads. Um, slammed on the brakes before I ended up, like, in five feet of water. That did happen. Oh, God. Um, and then, like, the bridge got washed out underneath me as I was, like, stepping on the gas and putting the car in reverse, uh, driving out of there. Uh, and it was claimed as a disaster zone requiring um, FEMA funds the next day. So that Wait, was interesting. What do you mean the bridge washed out? Like, the bridge went down the river? Like... Well, it it would be tough to see. I assume it was still standing. They were actually the funny part was they were closing the bridge the next day. Oh god. Like for like two months to be replaced or something. Well, it's and so when I got now. to it, something I'm like, I need to get on this bridge so I can get out of town. And uh then like somebody actually flashed their high beams at me as I was driving towards it. And I'm like, Oh, I'm probably gonna be in a bad situation soon, but I'm just gonna keep going because I don't know any better. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, I turned around at left hand turn and like had to stomp on the brake as I came to, like, a huge amount of rushing water, and I see road, as I'm, like, sitting there going, like, I wonder what I should do. Like, the water started to come up underneath the car, like, from the left. <laughs> oh, dear God. And I was like, you know, this is, this is a bad situation, so let me put it in reverse and just, like, gun it. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, I I don't know uh, what specifically happened to that bridge. Shouldn't be in action anyways, so said the sign board that I passed by. Um... And I'm going to assume it probably wasn't after that, because you couldn't see it at a certain point. Um, so that was good to not to not go deeper into that. But there were a couple roads where I said, if I can see the reflector in the center, I'm going to go for it. That happened. Um, I did, and the car's still here, and so am I. So I guess it worked out. Unless I died. This is all, you know, some sort of fever dream in the afterlife. Um, anyways, so I did that. And uh, Sunday morning, I tried to stop at... Uh, Howard's Apples Farm Market until the weekend of Steel Curtain KennyCon. And that was by July 4th weekend. That My July okay. Let's talk about it. Yeah. I went to Quebec. Yes. Uh, after uh, two different 4th of July uh, celebrations, like three hours apart, we finally made it up to Canada that evening of the 4th of July. Um, and then we went to La Ronde the next morning. And uh, we had a good time. The run, mic drop. These are wild statements to make, but you know, (laughs) we. I mean, look, the park is still not that attractive. It's still not that great, but in the long run, we didn't have any big issues. We had a good time. Uh, They were running one train, one one side on Monster, uh, but they were actually like dispatching really quickly. That even though it was like halfway down the ramp, it was still only like a twenty twenty minute wait. So. I don't know how to complain about that. It's kind of hard to, right? Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, we already get all the credits done by, like, um, um, Ariel never tried the Kitty Custer because it, it's pretty strictly off-limits to adults, and uh, it had a long line most of the weekend, so she didn't want to wait in that long line and then get denied. So um, I got to ride the other side of the monster, so I got my other credit. And, uh, man, they are, like... Polar opposite rides. Like, they really do do two different things. Like, you know, one has, like, a double down, and one has a huge drop. One does, like, low diving drops in the helix, and one does those little hoopty hoops really high up in the air. Like, seriously, I can't think of two uh, dual-track coasters that have, um, like, other than, like, dueling dragons that has more of a different layout, especially one that 
basically follows the same uh, overall like overhead layout um wasn't that rough to be honest with you it was it had its moments but it really wasn't that bad um i'm pretty sure we sat on wheel seat um i can't, really can't complain about it uh goliath is awesome it's great 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 bnm hypercoaster that gets i think it gets I, I think it's underrated because of the park it's at i agree and and look, I was the anyone that's listened to this podcast said I, I shit on Laurent for for years now, and I wanted to shit on this park. It, it it took until the second day of being at the park that I was finally like I, I can't do this anymore. I have to accept the fact that I'm enjoying myself at this park. <laughs> <laughs> um, operations were fine. We had like they were doing homemade or you know like built to made crepes, and this guy was like banging out these crepes. In like a minute, it was ridiculous. It, they were doing crepes faster than Dorney was doing crepes with pre-made crepes. Like the crepe itself was pre-made and just uh, uh, warmed up on the, the the heating surface at Dorney. Um, we definitely could taste the difference. Um, but uh, the, the their Batman clone is, runs fantastic. Um, really good. Really good. We would run it more, but it, it's hard to ride it again when you have an hour out of park that as far away as we wanted to. We wanted to ride again. We just never got the chance. Um, Titan, their uh, giant Frisbee is uh, pretty good. Um, we're still both on the, uh, the bandwagon that jo- the one at uh, Six Flags New England is the best because of how close it comes to Joker. Um, it's a really phenomenal view of their SNS free spin from that ride. Um, a great adventures is fun too. It just doesn't seem to have quite the intensity of that one. Um, Neither did Titan, so or Kenny Woods when it actually, you know, operates. Um, we did uh, their SNS Tower, which is one of those old school ones where it only has the cables on the top of the the vehicle. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't complete a fur, full circuit from the car down to the bottom of the cable. So it actually goes above where the, um, you know, the tubes are. Right. So it gets you that like really hard jerk at the top. Sounded wrong. Um, that really big pop of airtime at the top of the uh, the uh, the tower because like the cables pretty much snap basically at the top, which is kind of cool. Uh, there weren't that many of those built, right? That way. Not ma- I think the one that's actually at Magical Midway in Orlando is is that generation that first gym too. And then I, a Dominator at World of Fun, and then the big shot on Stratosphere. But that's that's all I can. Um, what else is there to talk about? Um, Super Menage, which is closing. It's yeah, RIP. It I don't mind it. I I find that layout uh kind of fun. It's a little rough, but um again, I just never really had problems with aero trains because I get I'm so big that I uh tall, tall. Let's rephrase that. Um <laughs> that uh I get pinned into those trains that I don't have any like lateral movement of my head. So I I'm 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 free of any headbanging all the time. So, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. And it's a much more uh, interesting layout than Oero Corkscrew. That's for so, uh, But, yeah, it looked like hell. Uh, not surprised that it's closing whatsoever. And I'm pretty sure it's after, or it's going to go to South America. Yeah. Like what is, what's the, was it Edor? What's the name of the, um, the SLC? Endor. It wasn't so bad in 2013. It was bad this time. It was, it was up there with Top Gun. Or flight deck at Carol or Canada's Wonderland, and yeah, it was down there with. Uh, it's on the top three worst SL flight, and it was running fine in 2013. I rode it twice in 2013. 
Uh, no. Uh, Dragon, their indoor coaster is really cool. It doesn't really do much. It's not that intense of a ride. It's kind of just like a gradual slope down. But uh, it, it has some really cool, um, it, it has some interesting theming um, elements. Uh, you know, it's just not like Skull Mountain, which is the more intense ride, but it actually has a theme that makes sense. And yeah, it's actually somewhat decent good doing it. And I'm very curious to know if that building was repurposed or if it was built for the Dragon. I still wasn't able to figure that out. Um, I noticed, because uh, I don't know if I ever walked the walkway from Boomerang. To, oh, and their Boomerang's pretty bad, too. Or was it? I don't remember. I don't recall it being that bad. I don't remember it being that bad either. I remember that bad at Karen, uh, Kenna's Wonderland was pretty smooth. Um, whatever. We got the tick and it was, that was one done. But we, were, we walked that midway from uh, Boomerang to the front of the park and we found that they have a banded dual station Skyride station still sitting there abandoned for God knows how long. Um that's cool. I didn't, never knew that there were any more uh, dual ones built uh, aside from the one at the World's Fair, Freedomland. I had no idea that, that you know from the Von Roll at least. So that was cool to find out. That park's got a really interesting history. Um, unfortunately, their 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 tower, their observation tower, like it was like operating and testing both days, but it never opened. So that's weird. And I I got to ride it last time. Oh, I did the Ferris wheel. Ferris wheel's got a pretty cool view. Um, so we'll get back to the, uh, the highlight of that park after a brief intermission from Loran. Uh, then we went to Quebec city and did Quebec city completely wrong and just went to mega park. I understand that next we've been talking about doing a trip together, Alan, because, uh, of how good the trip went. And, uh, if we go to Quebec, we definitely need to spend a little bit more time there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Mega Park was a park that I is really been on a bucket list for me. Um because it just looked like a really cool indoor uh amusement park in in a, in a mall. And uh it has a really old school mock rides uh like Mine Train. I guess that's the best way to explain it. Um it's one of the oldest mocks ever built, I believe. I think it's oldest in North America North America. Um the first drop is completely in a tunnel and completely dark, and you can see the form of the tunnel from outside inside the shopping mall because it's like actually like the first drop and the first helix are like all suspended uh, uh, above like the food court area. But when you're in complete darkness, it felt it, it seriously felt like five times faster than it actually was. If it would have been unenclosed, it would have been like a baby first drop, but that that. I mean, that's why Space Mountain does it so well, right? Because you don't know how fast you're actually going. Yeah, and you're completely in the dark. and Yeah. Though, actually, uh, if the lights were on, you'd see all the supports being close to you, and it probably would. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so, uh, fun ride, fun ride. We really enjoyed it. They have, so this park just went through dollar renovation? Yeah. It was huge. Uh, they put in, okay, so, Alan, think of a, oh, man, think of a Ferris wheel, right? And then combine it with a Larson loop. And they have that. So they have a Larson loop that has these gondolas that hang off from either side of the the Larson loop structure to make a Ferris wheel. It's kind of cool and kind of sketchy. I love it. It kind of sounds like, I don't know if you've seen the footage, but I think Ohio Valley posted Ferris wheel to orange. That was oh, an oval oh, shape. Uh, no, a little bit maybe. But, I mean, to the, to the point where it kind of runs on a track instead of... Um, the whole hub rotating because uh, it's hubless. 
And the newer rod that they added this year was uh, so the uh, the the mock rod's called Electro, and the uh, other ride, the new ride, is a suspended steel coaster called uh, Telegraph, um, which unfortunately was not operating that day. And we're not sure when the last time it's operated. Um, only two people on RCDB have it. Um, granted, this is a park that's kind of, and no one else has been to the park since then. So uh, definitely going to call ahead before we go to that. And it's not like it wasn't on their website at all. We tried Facebooking them, and they were like, "Try tomorrow." And we're like, "Uh huh." Sure. So this is like, um, <laughs> this is like one of those zip coasters, but it actually has like like a suspended. It, it's like, um, I don't know, almost like a Vacoma seat, basically, but one seat per car, um, which it can swing. It's all suspended from the ceiling with cables and stuff like that, and uh, it goes through the middle of the Ferris wheel a few times. It doesn't look like that. It, that exciting of a ride if it were placed like you know a few feet above the the ground but considering that it's like suspended uh you know, like 50 feet above the uh the mall floor probably makes it pretty cool so um i wasn't exactly disappointed that it wasn't operating because i really like mega park and i'm actually excited to go back for it so um it was fun it uh, met my uh bucket list um you know expectations it's, it's still it's still there yeah it's still it's still on the bucket list even now baby. yeah yeah it's just maybe we want to go again um so we'll have to figure out what's going on with that ride though if we decide to go yes. uh next day we opened la ronde and it rained a lot and kept on raining and then stopping and raining and we got a bunch of rides and then we left the park again and went to the zoo granby um we decided to uh dedicate some time to this place because we did have to pay for admission to the zoo which I forget how much it was. It was pretty standard zoo, zoo fees. I think it was like 30 bucks or something like that. Ended up being a really good zoo, actually. Um, I wouldn't suggest running and getting the credit. I suggest actually checking the zoo out. Um, and like the Indianapolis Zoo, which I didn't think was that great, other than the baby elephant. No, it's not that good. Other than the baby elephant I got to see, that was um, – and the tiger who – Decided to roar at me because I got slightly too close to the fence. And he was like, get away. I'm going to scare you. It ended up like scaring all the other kids. They're like, oh, crap. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was me. I, I created that. But they didn't realize I was the one that spooked the lion. Um, anyways, uh, the coaster itself is called Anaconda or uh, I forget what it's called. Python Panic. It used to be called Anaconda, I believe. Um, it's an Elzen T Systems, which is now basically Preston pressed, uh, pressed and Barbary, which you will have something to talk about in a second or in a few yep. hours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, something it's like a that. Little, it's a little compact coaster with some weird transitions, some airtime, and like this last turn that like decides to, hey, we really need to bank this for no, we need to extreme bank this for absolutely no reason and like just like whip the cars into a bank. Um, that was, it wasn't painful, but it wasn't exactly comfortable. It was interesting. And you get to go twice for the price of one. So I think it was like, forget how much it was. It was not that expensive. They also have a monorail that goes over half of the zoo, uh, which is also an extra fee. Some of the rides in the ride park are free. And I believe the water park was free. They also have a water park. And I believe that was also included, but we did not have time. And it didn't look like there was anything that special at the water park uh you know deal with the crowds um and we were more interested in doing the zoo anyways uh they had some really cool exhibits uh really rare stuff they had like uh let's see what did they what was a weird thing that i remember seeing um oh hippopotamus 
uh, you know, cheetahs, the white tie. They they had like everything. Uh, giraffes, like really good zoo in my opinion. Granted, I'm not like a zoo expert, but I, I know a you know a basic zoo uh, aside from a um, you know like a concrete box one from like you know the 60s or 70s. All right, so then we made it back to La Ronde. Um, note, though, uh, you must know that even if you have a season pass, unless you're on, like, the top two uh, membership uh, tiers on fireworks nights, it is um, $10 charge for parking, which is, I think, vastly cheaper than what it is full price regardless, but there is a little bit of upcharge for parking on fireworks nights. But let me tell you what, it is completely worth it because this fireworks show – um, I believe it is put on by the city, right? Yes, I think so. Um, regardless, like someone responded and said, well, you know, it's put by on the, put, it's put on by the, because I was like, I just saw the most amazing uh, fireworks show of my entire life. And it was at Laurent. And when someone was like, well, you know, it's put on by the city. Regardless, it was still at Laurent. And every, they do this for like, I want to say like it's over a month. And it, they do it twice a week. And each week has a different theme and different, uh, you know, a different show for every single show. So they do, like, they end up doing, like, over a dozen different shows, which was made us think if we lived in the area, we would want to go, like, every see every different show because this show is a half an hour long. And by a half an hour of fireworks, usually I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm good. I've seen the bang, bang, and the, the loud flashes. I'm, I'm good. Um, no. I, when it ended, I was pissed. I wanted more. Uh I immediately just, I thought, you know, I, I went down and made sure to see Illuminations before it ended. And like, because everyone was like, oh, Illuminations before it ended. And then I'm like, I'm just sitting at La Ronda. I'm like, this show was vastly better than Illuminations in every way, shape, or form. Um, other than that, one of the fireworks kind of caught on fire half through. So we did miss a small element of the show, and it was still amazing. Um, it is kind of funny that the, the fireworks come really close to uh, Etnor. And, like, you can just see some of the fireworks just pelt at, at Nor. The, the, the track, the lift hill and everything. Like, and this is not coming, this is not, like, with the tracks, the, the fireworks coming down from the sky. It's, like, like actively explodes, exploding fireworks just pelt um, at Nor. Maybe that's why it's so rough. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I can't recommend the fireworks show enough. It was absolutely, we paid a extra $10 for, um, to sit in the, the bandstand, uh, totally worth it. Uh, I didn't feel like fighting the uh, the crowds because it was very, very crowded. Uh, the rides, though, didn't have that long of a line because a lot of people were just there. We were able to walk on Goliath when the park was one of the busiest parks I've seen in a very long time. Um, we also decided to get the heck out of there. Like, the park was open for, like, another half an hour after the fireworks ended, but we're like, we're not going to get out of here in any time if we don't... Uh, get out right away because you know the way off of that island it's not built for a mass for a mass uh amount of cars leaving at one time whatsoever so which, which is actually kind of funny because it was built for like the world's fair yeah and there's <laughs> a formula one were... race that happens every year there like it's it's a big deal this island well um, that part of the island at least i think the formula yeah. one area is a little bit better right <laughs> Um, I doubt it. I think it's probably okay. about the same. By the way, just just to kind of let people in, understand, like this, they call it the Montreal Fireworks Festival. It is basically a competition. Yeah, it's a yeah. competition. Uh, so so every time they do the fireworks, it is a team representing a different country. Right. Okay. I, yeah, I should have mentioned that. I yeah, forget what they, it was. Our night, 
but it, I think it was Italy. I forget. Yeah, the the winner this year, according to uh, to the folks on Wikipedia, was Portugal. Um, they're the company that came to represent them won out. The U.S. has won gold medal a few times. They actually have a whole medal system, so there's a gold, silver, and oh my and god, I didn't know about this whole extra part of it. This is so exciting. So so you go and yeah, every every single time it, it's done, it's a different doing it at Laran. That's where pretty much all the barges and stuff are set up, and they they shoot them off there. And um, yeah, it it's like these are the best competitors, if, if you want to call them competitors, the best pyrotechnics companies in the world doing this. So Yeah, we saw Italy. That is yeah, so I, cool. Yeah, I really want to go check it out now that I've seen, like, videos online of it. Because it like, looks they, complete. They did things with, like, they made fireworks dance, if that makes, like, that, I think that's the best way to explain it. They put, they put more motion to a thing that's already in motion. <laughs> <laughs> more questions like different do do the does the Canadian government fund these people to come in and like create things or do them work uh the so it looks like the uh what they call loto quebec which is basically a company that owns all the casinos in quebec is what sponsors sponsored by benson and hedges okay. so you can think tobacco money for this uh coming into existence just like so many other good things in the world actually um they brought cancer but then they brought all sorts of entertainment um yeah no it looks it looks bonkers, and, and like so you said, everybody's. The one I saw didn't even make the top. No. <laughs> That's no. Fucking amazing. Like oh I'm watching the Portuguese god. one right now. It looks it looks pretty crazy. It looks pretty high level. Um, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it almost just, makes the, me... the show you saw. It wasn't even good enough to place. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's so good, man. That's so good. Yeah. So how many nights does it run? It looks like um, I was I, I was exaggerating a little bit. It looks like it runs uh, eight nights. So regardless, uh, and and technically it's free if you uh, want to like like you know like stand up the entire time. But you know it's a thirty minute show. You kind of want to. And it was only ten dollars. And I think if you actually had memberships, uh, I think it goes down to like five dollars for the premium seating. So um, and there's plenty of seating. We didn't get our premium seating ticket until probably like a half an hour uh if that before the show started and since it was only the two of us we were able to find some just little pockets of um seats so it was no problem finding a seat that was decent so in the like the center uh bandstand so that was amazing and uh and uh, you're watching this and you know how far it doesn't so just imagine yeah. in real life that it's probably like five times so yeah, exactly. i had no idea it was a competition that is so cool ariel's mind's gonna be blown when i tell her that anyways uh next day we uh first of all we stayed in an airbnb with uh that we were i was a little scared <laughs> i was a little scared to stay at this airbnb because you know you know how airbnbs like they have like a title like a tagline to like draw you in right like like scenic scenic views from your 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 uh your uh balcony this one said cock and woods <laughs> and i was like oh boy they either mean a rooster or this is going to be a really interesting night <laughs> it ended up being like an entire like motherly nice little apartment we woke up and we walked out the door and cock a doodle doo <laughs> we found that we found the cock in the woods uh, then we went to um saint we came for the alpine coaster right alpine and then coaster. I, I, you know, I, I did some research in the place because I like to just cover my basis and I saw, oh, there's a water park there too. And, you know, we're not doing much that day. It's just kind of a day to travel back and not get back. We ended up getting back 
too late. I think like 11, which is pretty early for us. And uh, I saw they have a water park, and I was like, okay, let's see if they have anything interesting. You know, it's, water slides on the side of a mountain can sometimes be interesting. I see a water slide with um, helmets on, and I'm like, I don't need to know anymore. We're going. Because it gave me Action Park vibes. I'm like, but surely it, it can't be as good as Action Park. People would talk about this crazy place up in Canada. Yeah, it's Canada, but, you know, like, people I should have heard about this place at least once, right? I told you, like, Mark Rosenzweig is the one that told me about it. and You never told me anything. Like, yeah, he was like, you know, they got rid of a lot of their concrete slides. I don't think they did. I think they shortened two of them. I'm pretty sure, reading the history of the park, it seems like they just shortened two of them. But anyways, in the early 90s, they built this one called Colorado River. And uh, it, faced ra it uses rafts that um, you face each other on each end of the raft. So one person rides backward. Um, and... You're pretty much just sent down a river, and uh, it's like a bucking bronco mixed with drowning, the the the, the fear of drowning, and uh, your arms are going to get a workout as if you're lifting weights because of how much you're going to be holding on so you don't get ejected from the uh, the raft. It is the only ride that I can think of that I took my first ride. I got off of it, and I found the first bench because... I was exhausted. I needed a break. I was exhausted. Just like, it was amazing and ridiculous at the same time. Uh, I immediately posted a POV of it. Check it out on Coaster Spotting on YouTube. Um, as some of my friends said, man, you're mean. You just decided to post a POV, POV of your girlfriend being ragdolled the entire time down a water slide. <laughs> um it's one of a kind. Uh, it. I've been. To, I went to Mountain Creek exactly one year to the day, actually, and nothing at Mountain Creek, aka Action Park, even comes close to the intensity to this thing. And uh, we wrote it three times because I wanted to make sure that it wasn't like over. Like it wasn't like the shock of the first ride. No, it's not. It in both going forwards and backwards is a different ride experience. Oh man, yeah. Alan, I'm so mad at you that you've been to this place and you didn't go on this thing. So I know, I know. we had to Love correct to that. Yes. yes. You yes. must be corrected. Uh, then we went over to the um, the Alpine Coaster, found out that it's uh, it's not that much to uh, get a wristband if you've already bought the water park wristband. It costs only a few dollars more, especially with the exchange rate, to get an unlimited wristband. So we did the Alpine Coaster twice. It's not too... Not too intense. Uh, doesn't have the automatic braking that most of these rides have now uh, had installed in a North America. So it was nice to with no limiters. Um, but uh, middle of the pack. Wasn't like boring, but wasn't intense. Uh, the scenery wasn't that great, but it wasn't boring. It, it was fine. Um, had good views of Lake Heron, though, from the top, which was pretty. Um, and then they have a soaring eagle that goes halfway up the mountain, which was also fun. We waited way. Uh, last two stops, we stopped at a kitty park that was just about 10 minutes up the road from the water park. Um, I'm not going to even try to pronounce Hayes Day. Mercedes. Mercedes. Um, has a minor mic, which is like one of embarrassing credits. And then, I don't even know this ride was called Intrepid, but it's called Intrepid, uh, which was relocated from New Hampshire at Six Gun. Six Gun. I had one, but I needed the minor mic credit, so... And uh, the that, it's an ENF Miller coaster, the Intrepid, and it's actually got a pretty large layout. So it's actually 
um, when we were leaving the park, I turned to Ariel and was like, you know, I, I kind of would have ridden that again if we weren't kind of rushed for time. She's like, yeah, me too. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Uh, actually gave like a pop of air time going over the left hill. It was uh, not bad. A uh, cute little park. It has these uh, these long slides. They're like basically playground slides like quality, but like they were like they must have bought like like 10 of them and decided to put them all together and then uh, put it down a mountain side. And then like you can see it midway right at the bottom of the uh, slides. But in, but it, it starts from the top and they don't let you go down to that midway to get back up. You have to like like literally take a hike up the middle of the woods up a dirt path to get to the top of uh, the slides like never in America, basically. Um, they also had a fun house, but it wasn't as good as Storybook Park. But what what will ever be as good as Storybook Park? Um, <laughs> so that was it. And then we stopped at that creepy place in Ottawa, uh, Fun Haven, with the creepy uh, smiley face out of the uh, front, which had an SPF Vista spinner with a mirrored wall that created kind of a cool effect because, like, the we were seeing, like, double and triple of the roller coaster as we were spinning and... It was kind of confusing, but uh, it was a pretty standard uh, FEC, nothing to write up about, in a really low, weird location, like in the middle of a, felt like a business park, basically. Yeah. So uh, that was it for that trip. What did you do the next week? Oh, the next weekend. Good Lord, we're going to have a lot to do here. Um, I'll try and make this, we're going to try to like rush through these as, as quickly as we can. Um the, so the we, stuff that's coming up for me, a lot of it's a repeat, so it's I don't have just, like, highlights to say. So we will be able to go. Yeah, like, I'm going to Canada's Wonderland this weekend. Oh, you're finally I, getting there. Good, awesome. Finally getting there. I wasn't there. sure yep. if you were going to get your Yukon in this year. I am. I got that, and it's going to be uh, Max Force. Ooh. So, knocking it out. Uh, so anyways, um, that following weekend, originally I was going to be going to Colorado for work. Um, long story short, we decided not to do that trip. Um I went ahead and took the ticket that I bought there and uh, transferred it to a flight to Minneapolis for a one-night trip right out of Lance. And I went to Minneapolis. I got in at about 8 o'clock in the morning, a little bit before oh, that then. trip. Oh, my God. Yeah, got in the car, <laughs> got my rental car, uh, immediately went to Arnold's Park three hours south. Of, um, on the way down there, I, I found out that basically Waze doesn't work in Minnesota, uh it doesn't it not only doesn't have traffic or cops like nobody bothers to put in that roads are closed or exit ramps are closed or there's construction so um i guess i got a lot of points for for putting all that stuff into the system there but arnold's park i've been wanting to go to for eons it is in the iowa great lakes there is such a thing uh lake uh Okoboji, I think, is the name of the lake that it's on. University um, of Okoboji. Yeah, it's it's uh, Boji Bay is another term that's at. It's it's got a little boardwalk that it's on. Uh, there's the Maritime Museum that's there. There's free parking. Was this uh, the your park first, visit? first time there. Oh, never okay. been. Um, I've been trying to get there for years. It never really made sense. It's it's not. It's in Iowa, but it's nowhere near Des Moines, and it's the wrong way to home. We skipped it the one time that I went through Iowa on a driving trip before. Um, I mean, honestly, it's not that far away from, like, South Dakota and Sioux Falls. So it's it's not the most convenient location on the planet Earth. Uh, but for, for what I wanted to do, like, definitely Minnesota or Minneapolis is the most convenient airport. And uh, got in and got to business. So went to the park, got there probably about 11 o'clock in the morning or so. Um, rain had just left the area so 
the legend, which is the name of the wood coaster there, wouldn't quite yet. But the Wild Mouse was. It had opened the day prior. For the first time ever? For the first time ever. Well, uh, from Texas. From Texas. It it has been at a few other parks location now at Arnold's. Uh, It's a a Herschel Wild Mouse. Which I was really happy Uh, to see because wasn't... There's only two remaining, I believe. Yeah, it's this one in Little America. That's it. Um, and none of the monster mice, like the one that used to be at Quasi, are, are still running. You know, this ride originally came from Bells and went to Joyland in Texas back in the 70s. Joyland had it for over 40 years. Now it's up in, in Arnold's. And replacing with that abomination from the Blizzard thing. Yeah. Um, forgot all about that. I don't <laughs> I, understand the decision to buy that ride <laughs> i assumed that it was free that's the only that's the only logic or that they were paid <laughs> because why else would that ride was running in poland for the last god knows how many years i'm sure it's been really well kept up um i can't believe they bought that we thought at first like they just took like a stock picture of a coaster and then i was like i even said it when we talked about it you know when it was first announced i'm like i think they really bought a blizzard. I think they really bought one. Like, why else would you show a picture if you didn't actually get that ride? Anyways, uh, Arnold's Park, if you look up the pictures that are on RCDB, they're from me. Because, of course, I like to show. Um, and I was the first person on Coaster Counter to get it, so there's that, too. Uh, it looks really good. Um, they repainted the vast majority of it. Um, everything in it on it is fresh. The cars hadn't been freshly repainted, but they looked good. They had old... Um, rides fine. Uh, it's not the best wild mouse in America. Uh, I wouldn't put it in the same level as the Myler mice that are still out there, like Wild Chipmunk and, and the other one, which is actually in Texas, as a matter of fact. Uh, that one is still operating at, uh, I think, Lubbock, uh, Lubbock's Park. I yeah, say. Wonderland. Yeah, Wonder. Oh, no, that's that's the one in Amarillo. Yeah, it's at Wonderland. Um, those rides are better than the Herschel mice, but the Herschel mice are still really fun. This did have a seatbelt to wear, huh. but that was pretty much. Um, yeah, it, it was fun. Um, after that, I uh, looked over and the Legend started up for the day, so I went over and got my Legend rides in, got a few rides on that. Um, Legend was, was redone, retracked by GCI about two, three years ago, maybe a little bit more than that even, probably more like four or five. Uh, it tracks well, but as is going to be a repeating theme in talking about GCI rides, um, it, it didn't do anything, which was really a shame. Uh, there was a little bit of airtime on on the second drop, but overall the ride didn't do very much. Uh, it does have a single lap bar. It does also have a seatbelt, individual seatbelts. That's really tight on me. Uh, yeah. So probably if you're over like 240, I don't know how you're gonna ride this. Um, it was fun, but it it didn't really do very much. It just it was just kind of there uh, and and looked better than anything. It kind of goes around what I imagine the original Arnold's Park was. Um, where everything would have been contained within that coaster, kind of in, in this box around the park. Um, the coaster itself, the station is built underneath this tipsy house, this gravity house attraction. Uh, so you kind of dive underneath that and then go up a lift hill that is on top of the souvenir shop. And then you end up going around the park, basically, uh, from there. Uh, it's, it's a, Like I said, it's a fun ride, but it's, it's, it's inoffensive, but it also doesn't really do very much. And that's a little bit of a shame. I, I expected it kind of to do not very much because of that GCI connection, but I was hoping for something. Um, 
I enjoyed it. I don't. I don't I, hate I, it. I, don't I didn't think it was bad. amazing, but I thought it was fun. So it was better we, than I thought it would be. So, yeah. Um. After that, straight after the um, it was fresh off of that for retracking. Did it have any ear time? Yeah, I remember it having a little bit. It wasn't extreme because I think they kind of uh, smoothed out the, the valleys and made sure that the drops weren't so bone crushing at the bottom. Yeah. Which is, which is, I, I can appreciate that. But yeah, the airtime thing is not fun. Uh, their, uh, their gravity house or tilt house or whatever you want to call it. And that was cool. That's that goes cool. Like, yeah, because it goes right above the station of freaking legend. It's so yeah. cool. There's like a there's like almost a see through floor as a matter of fact in part of it looking down into the the track leading to yeah that was one um, of the things I didn't know existed when I found that I was like that's so cool why have I never known about this so, uh, that and the mirror maid next door souvenir shop are all free yeah and then so, the uh, the little train ride for the train the park is it's a cute little park that runs that was actually the it? train ride wasn't working when I, oh that sucks isn't it a non for profit I believe it is it is a non profit is a I want to say a five hundred one c three um, yeah, like they got the log flume was from Maury's, and Maury's was like they were stuck with the log flume on Hunt's Pier, and they're like, "What are we gonna do with this thing? We already have a log flume. All right, we'll give it to Arnold's. They they need stuff." <laughs> yeah, and and Arnold's makes it work. It's a nice attraction for them for sure. Um, there's a lot of secondhand rides there, but it's okay. Like it's not a major park. It's a small park. Um, and watch your speed leaving the area. Um, yeah. Uh, one thing and I watch your to... speed. Watch your speed going to Blue Mountain. By the way. <laughs> yeah, both of us have gone caught there. Apparently, so. we, we we this revelation came. Hey, Alan, a candidate approaching Blue Mountain. And you're like, oh, me too. <laughs> oh, that part where you go from 90 to 60. Yeah, know, you, you've been yeah, you've been yeah. doing the 90 for like an hour, and then all of a sudden, kind of for just about the time I. <laughs> yeah. Um. So one thing I will say that there there was a lot of water in the very back, thing a lot in the Midwest. That probably plays into it. Um, so did you go next? Was that Como next? So what I did after that is I drove back to Minneapolis. I was only at the park for about 90 minutes to go see the wood slide, the barrel, roulette wheel that's not running. Uh, that they uh, you didn't even over. know about this wood slide. Where the heck is it? Uh, they moved it to this Arnold's Park Museum that's somewhere near oh, the property. Okay. Okay, it okay. used to be part of the Boji Bay like convention hall or whatever that lasted for about a year or two. And then uh, they brought all those funhouse elements back to Arnold's Park itself, and and you can do the slide. And I think the I think the barrel and the roulette wheel are just there as decoration. You can't actually do anything with them. But they, okay, they built like a there. big uh, event building this year. I know that tweeting about it all winter. Yeah, I saw they were doing some stuff there, but it looked like it was closed up. Uh, doing stuff around it wasn't available. I don't know what was going on. It was like it's a live concert. That, it was like a live concert at farmers. There was like a farmer's market. It was like, there were a lot of people, but that was fine. It, it was good to see it's thriving, though, because that park had, yeah. um, you know, some issues over the years. And yeah, it, it seems to be doing good now. So that's good. It, it very nearly closed in 99. They raised seven and a half million dollars to keep it from turning into condos. So, you know, the, the fact that it's doing well is awesome. And uh, yeah, love to see it. Um, yeah. So anyways, I drove back to Minneapolis. I checked into my hotel room and I went to a boxing Shout out to Jonathan Moreland. Who said, we never even talked about parks the whole time. I don't think Jonathan Moreland realized that I was into theme parks until, like, he followed me on Twitter. Um, but uh, I ended up at basically a marathon boxing card at the Minneapolis Armory until after midnight. Um, considering I woke up at, like, 4.45 in the morning to catch my flight. It's a long day. Um, next morning, woke up... Uh, staying at the renaissance down the south side of of minneapolis st paul renaissance bloomington um woke up got in the car drove over to valley fair 
Uh, got to Valley Fair right at opening, right at, I think, 10 a.m. Uh, immediately went to go ride Renegade. I, I did have a couple drinks that night before, nothing too ridiculous. Uh, but not, I wasn't... not Park Scope Joe or Park Scope Sean level? No, no. I was, I was very... Uh... I was cognizant and capable of doing aided by my level of activity that um but uh I went road Renegade three times immediately. That was my first thing of the day. Renegade has a really good layout. It does. Uh and it's got that like um it's got the uh the Rattler esque drop. Obviously like half the size, but it does the uh, the left bank and then the right bank halfway down. It's it's a cool cool drop. Yeah, it's that kind of classic, like, what if you dropped and you turned right and then you, like, cut back to left while you were dropping sort of thing? Hey, GCI, why don't you uh, make your your curved drop go the other way halfway through? Hey, genius! They're like, yeah, let's do it. And then the thing is about that ride, and this is what irritates me about all the GCIs that I've been on or rides that GCI touched since, that ride does something that GCI never does, which actually has, like, good sustained airtime. Yeah, they're poppy. They're usually, like, very short pops, but, like, you watch the POV of this ride, and there's, like, hills that, like, you get long, sustained airtime. And I don't know why they don't do it more. Um, you know, it's not bad to do it. The ride's good. I mean, it's a, it's a good layout. The problem is it's, it's a little on the bumpy side. It could track a little better. It's not quite Wildcat at Hershey or anything, but... Um... No, yeah, it felt like it was going that way, and I wrote it in, um, God, team... So I mean, there's definitely a, vibration. A it's, few years. it's what it's what somebody might, what someone, a friend of mine might call crunchy is his definition of like crunchy? what a wood coaster of that sort is. Like it, it just it has. It's not quite rough, like to the point where it's completely unbearable. But it just kind of it's almost like biting into, uh, try to think of something like biting in a hard candy over and over. Wow, again. It's been 2015 since I was there. Wow, I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah, I don't think they've done that much. Too. Now, the um, question I need to know is, did you ride the excellent, underrated, and over-exaggerated roughness of X? I wanted to, but it wasn't open. Okay, well, I can't blame you that, but I, I just want to insert No, I, I, even, I even made sure to post online my the fact that it was not open. Okay. That ride uh, is excellent. that was the ride I was most excited for. Uh, I've it been is. on it before. I've been to that park in 05, um, and I like Excalibur. Yeah, I, it, it does Magnum-type shit, so it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, things I did do, though. High Roller. With high the, roller. the trains that have all the old Ghost Rider parts on the yes. top part of the train. So if you don't know, they uh, the park in-house decided to take the, the old Ghost Rider trains from Knott's Berry Farm and use the old cars from Amusement Devices? I forget what the NAD. company that Yeah, yeah. And then they used the frames, but then they, like, Frankenstein PTC restraints onto it after i went so uh how did that run it still has the trim yeah which are your criminal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know what even with the trims there's airtime yeah it's a fun ride and i bet you it runs a little bit faster because i bet you the ptc hardware is heavier than the uh the lap bar from though oh yeah yeah i'm sure it's probably is it like 200 pounds per row or something like that like the difference between ratcheting bars and like old single lap bars and you probably know this i don't think it's that bad it has to do with a lot of other issues so um they are heavier though it was actually i don't want to say it was very good but it was totally rewritable actually fun um it's still a little depressing because you can see how much better it could be if it wasn't slowed down for no good reason but you know at the same time, it's, it's a really good family ride, and it's really smooth. So I'm yes, not going to hate on yes. it. 
Yeah, I'm with I'm you. I'm not going to glow about it, but I'm not going to hate it. Uh, did, you, did you ride Wild Thing? I did. Why are you so um, excited? <laughs> I don't know. Like, everybody hates Wild Thing. I hate Wild Thing. Why do you hate Wild Thing? Because the second half is boring as... Uh, talk about... Uh, people call Steel Force a, a forceless. Wild Thing is forceless. They trim the hell out of it. The helixes are pretty much boring. The only good thing is that second hill with that sustained airtime floater over it. Uh, the drop into You're the damn first right. helix. It's a great, great second hill. <laughs> okay. The, the uh, drop into the first helix is pretty whippy, but then it's boring. And then it just breaks the hell out of you. When I wrote it, it broke. It, it was almost a dead stop on the um, break run. How was your experience? But. But, but what? But. <laughs> We are we are jaded enthusiasts who complain about the fact that a two hundred foot tall roller. I don't I don't hate it. I agree with you. Like the second half is like probably the, the way it transitions hybrid. into the helix to the block break for the Morgans and that basically rather than like coming up into it, you're basically like at that height. Um, yeah, it's like a really slow slope, so it's boring. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's it's like a. It's like what I imagine the Japanese jet coasters are like combined with them. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. But I, but I like rode... I'm okay with it. Like I'm fine with this ride. Growing up with Steel Force and knowing about Wild Thing, I was like, oh look at the Wild Thing, Steel Force. I'm, I want to ride Wild Thing. I'm that thing looks really cool. Then you know, I, I like... rode Wild Thing and I was like, oh my god, thank God we got Steel Force. <laughs> look, everybody on the internet that's been around for a while knows that the classification of Morgan Hyper. Number one is supposed to be Mamba. Number two is supposed to be Steel Force. Number three is Wild Thing. That is the way it has been since I got into the hobby, since I day one. Personally, the last Phantom's the only time I've ever been to Worlds though. of Fun, the, the only time I've ever been to Worlds of Fun, I rode Mamba and the block break. Okay, well, I haven't ridden and Mamba so, since 2003, so I really can't. <laughs> it's hard to talk but that's, about it. That, that is the gospel of the... As far as I'm concerned, Steel Force is just as good as Mamba. Wild Thing is... Like if if their block breaks are all the way on, it doesn't oh, I can matter. See that. They're all the same. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a hard left. time uh, deciding which one I liked more, especially since I had all the bias. Um, the last time I was at Dorney, I think I think the break was all the way up, pretty much on Steel Force. I I could be wrong on that. I, I, I think PR. you are because it's consistently been what it is for like the last twenty. I I have been there and I've had different experiences, but you know. I usually don't. It's usually a little bit of a touch. It sounds way it sounds way worse than it typically is because those brakes are just really loud, but it doesn't trim that much off of it. But anyways, we're, we we got to move on. Yeah, Valley Fair is a whole. You can tell it's a. Cedar. Oh my god, it is Cedar Point Junior. It has minimal theming. The theming it does have is exactly the same as what the restaurants and sh- and shops and a couple. Th- um, lots of big concrete spaces, some trees but mostly concrete. The water park is just kind of wedged into it in a strange position where to get to a bunch of the dry rides like Excalibur and Renegade, you have to like almost walk through the water park. Um, it's the, it also, there, there's a lot of flooding in that area in the very back of the park um, as well. And you could see like huge puddles of water over in the employee lot. So that part's always kind of weird. It's, it's a, it's a okay park. It's kind of like Cedar Point crossed with Michigan's um where it has like the aesthetics of of Cedar Point and kind of like the rides of Michigan's Adventure where it has like the Arrow Wild Mouse and kind of trimmed up wood coaster and a corkscrew. I will say that corkscrew is better than Cedar. No, it yeah, yeah. It is. I can I can yeah. go with that too. 
Um, it doesn't it doesn't kill you? Oh yeah, way no, smoother. It doesn't it's and they're they're both three inversion rides and you know yep. It doesn't have the double down first drop, which I really like. Anyways, um, I was only there for a couple hours because I, I thought I'd be there like closer to all day, and I'm just like, eh, I'm not feeling it. I just, you know, I, I have so many other things I could do in the state today that why not go do something else? So I went over to Como Town, which is up in St. Paul, I want to say, over by the state fairground. Yeah, it's like uh, right Como across the, also... it's like right across the road from it. Yeah, and, and there's a, there's a zoo there. Uh, it's a donation. Yep. Uh, so you pay suggested $5 to walk, to get in, but it could be zero. I pay five bucks because I try to be a nice guy. Uh, the coaster, I think, was $6 to get on, which is a Interpark Zyklon that they just got called Tiger Track. Just got as in 2015. Yeah. I, four years ago is brand new. I'm getting to that age where, you know, if it happened <laughs> 10 years ago, it was just yesterday. Um, <laughs> it, it's a it's an Interpark Zyklon. It's a, the same as rides on Carnival, Carnival yeah, Circuit. What about uh, the stupid seatbelts over your uh, shoulders? Yeah. Um, I don't remember it's, it having the over-the-shoulder. No, because uh, I didn't, I didn't come into, um, I didn't experience those until like two years ago. Yeah, like they have them on the one at Santa's, for example. It's a but. pretty basic uh, little amusement park off to the side of the uh, zoo, and the zoo has outside of the zoo they also have a beautiful, which was closed because it was a hundred. So that was no. unfortunate. Yeah, it was closed when I was there because they don't run on. But I could look inside and see it was a nice carousel. As I, um, as I as I could too. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, Como Town, Q Park, not much to do there. Um, the zoo is is interesting to walk through really quickly. I, I saw a couple of the animal exhibits and bounced. Um, Paul Bunyan Land. Paul Bunyan Land. That's where I went to next, which is about like two hours north of this stuff. Um, yeah, it's in Brainerd, Minnesota, um, which is up north which should be noted is any direction away from Minneapolis, including south. Um, but it is, it's physically north, uh, if you were to get a compass out. Did you give your name to the person that you bought your ticket from? Don't remember. You would remember because then they used that name to have Paul Bunyan talk to you. Okay. You know, like the giant Paul Bunyan statue. Yeah, talks. no, I saw him talking. I don't remember if I talked to him. I probably just like went right by him and it's like, oh, it's a big Paul Bunyan. And, or some, maybe some little kids were talking to him. So I was like, okay. Yeah, he was like, hey, Alan. And I was like, hi. Hi, Paul. <laughs> hi, Mr. Bunyan. <laughs> um, there's a kiddie coaster here. Which yeah. It's called Roller Coaster. It's a Molina and Sons. Yeah, it was, it was okay. They have a cool. crooked house that was cool. They have a really cool crooked house, which is right next.